What's up, good people? Uh, I'm sure not too many folks are in here yet because we just got our Twitch rolling. But as always, I'm going to ask the guys how y'all weekend was before we get into anything else. How, how was y'all's weekend? Uh, weekend was cool, man. Hung out with the fellas. Uh, homie B. Mike birthday. I'm uh, setting aside an hour in the weekend to pretend like I ain't dying. But, boy, we we taking a, a, the sleep of all sleeps after we done recording this podcast, man. Yeah, I, I heard that you partook in the devil's nectar at a higher volume than you ever had this weekend. <laughs> yeah, man. It's um no the homies was was trying to get me to fall victim to peer pressure. It worked, but yeah, boy, for those of sleep. you who don't know, the devil's nectar is just alcohol. It is nothing more yeah, intestinal. We are not bringing out no needles, no belts, no nothing like that. All right. <laughs> That's what's going on here. Chris, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm straight, man. My fellas came to visit me, too, uh, out here in Massachusetts. So, we just chilling, man. Went to a bar drinking and all that, man, all weekend. Bottom of samosas, brunch, brunch, brunch. You know, brunch is a really funny thing, man. Like, you go to brunch, just want some food, but then it's like you just, you like, they kind of force you to order a drink. It's like, I don't even want to drink, but we had brunch. Just because they made up the word brunch, I got a drink. You feel me? Like, <laughs> brunch is just, brunch you know, on my nerves. I went to uh, Dame's Chicken and Waffles with my chapter brothers not too long ago. It's a, it's a uh, chicken spot in North Carolina. They're famous for chicken and waffles. And um, they said, uh, we, we serve mimosas by the pitcher here. And, and everybody was just like, all right, yeah, we like that. That's that's the type of nonsense we trying to get into. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, that was that was cool. Um, that wasn't this weekend, but this weekend, man, I ain't, I ain't do shit. I ain't, I ain't, ooh, I ain't do nothing. I'm sorry, didn't mean to curse. This is a PG stream, but I ain't do nothing, man. I just just uh, did the, the greatest thing you can ever do as an adult. Nothing. I just chilled, reflected. I'm at a little bit of a crossroads in my career at the moment, so I'm trying to. Figure out what to do there, but uh, other than that, I'm I'm good to go. I'm good to go. So y'all ready to get into this show, man? Because we got a we got a jam packed show for y'all today. We got a little bit of everything for you. We got some Aaron Rodgers. Is he leaving? We got some Tim Tebow. Why is he here? We got some. I mean, we got a little bit of fights. We got a little bit of the NBA playoffs. By the time we speak to you all again after this week, the NBA playoffs will have started. So we're going to give you a preview of that as well. Now, granted, we can't give you too much of a preview beyond uh, the play in at this moment, especially for the West. But we're going to do our best anyway, because why not? Y'all ready for the show, fellas? Ready to go. Yes. All right. First of all, we got the master, the mixer master, Josh Gotten in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man with the plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC, that's me. Now, fellas, I, I just told y'all about what we got going on today for the rundown. But this NBA situation, what's going on in the in the West over there? What's talk to me because I'm I'm confused. As to whether or not the Lakers are going to finally sneak out of the play-in, whether Portland going to fall back in, Nuggets resting guys, Pelicans want to play spoiler. What what do y'all think we're going to see tonight? Man, I have no idea what's going on over there in the West. Um, Ideally, I was hoping, I think the Clippers shaving a little couple of points on purpose because I definitely wanted to see that Clippers-Lakers matchup in round one, but we're not going to get that now. Um, out in the West, 
I think that is going to stay the way that it is. I think the Nuggets are going to rest tonight, and that's going to end up with um with Portland keeping a six seed. And so so if tonight, if both Portland and the Lakers win, the standings say how they are, correct? Uh yes. If they right. both if, if both teams win, they uh they stay out of there. Right. So Apologies, I got Portland. I gotta work with my camera here for just a second. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got, go ahead. I got I got both Portland and the Lakers uh winning tonight. I think the Lakers are gonna start to hit their stride um when it comes to getting into playoff mode. And I think that starts tonight with the win um over the Pelicans, which it's not a tough objective to accomplish. Um, but I'm I think it's gonna stay the way it is, and we're gonna to have to see the Lakers versus Golden State in the play in, which I think I think both those teams are gonna make the playoffs as well. How it's gonna fall, I'm not exactly sure, but both of those teams I got getting that seven to eight seed regardless. Man, you disrespectful. To call a win <laughs> against a Stan Van Gundy led team an easy task. I can't believe it. I cannot <laughs> believe this land. Chris, how's it going to play out, man? What are we going to see tonight? Uh, I think the standard stand pack. Uh, it looked like Joker. Some, uh, he, he summed up the MVP conversation. I think he'll be the MVP this year. Hope y'all put that bit in like I told y'all for the season start. Y'all very rich people right now. But um, I don't think he played a lot in the second half. They they without Jamal Murray, so they really don't need to play hard and get nobody else hurt. Portland should win that game. The Lakers actually, and this is just me being mean, they might struggle with the Pelicans starting off just to I feel like the Lakers thrive off of that anxiety. They like the anxiety of their fans, man, because I swear every team the Lakers should just roll over and then they they play with them to the fourth quarter, and then they turn it on and then they go ahead and win by team. So I wouldn't hold your breath. If they lose, I mean, it, they just lost. It's, they they was going to the play-in anyway. So. But what's interesting is how the Lakers will see everybody's favorite right now, the Suns or the Jazz, in the second round. That's really going to be interesting if, if the Lakers are to win the first round. Well, no, the first round, I mean. If the Lakers are fortunate to win their play-in game. So I think the Warriors win. The, they lose the, to the Lakers in the play-in. Then they beat the team. So I got Lakers and Warriors both in it just because yeah. I'll, I'll just step against the 7 through 10 seeds. I'm not really worried about it. Steph is the best player. I give Steph the benefit of the doubt. Um, Especially the way Draymond been playing the last few games. Draymond stepped up big time. But as far as the West, I honestly, it's a toss-up for who, who plays in the first round. I really don't know. Like, that play, I gotta see how the play in work though. That, that to answer the question is, I gotta see how the play in work. I don't know if people gonna take it serious because of all the negativity behind it. You know what I mean? And I really just, I, I don't know. I mean, if you're so, if you look at the two teams who are in the nine and ten spot, right? You've got, um, I want to say it's San Antonio at ten, and is it the Grizzlies at nine or who's yeah. at who's at nine? Yeah, Grizzlies so you got the Grizzlies. Grizzlies at nine, San Antonio at 10. Both of those teams, based on their constitution, based on what they've been historically, they're both very proud franchises. I don't think either one of them in the play-in is going to roll over. But also, uh, I I can't see a world where Lonnie Walker Jr. presents major problems to the Lakers. Like, I, <laughs> no such world exists for me. I'm sorry to tell you. Like, that's a thing there. So, I mean... When I'm talking about what I, what we're going to see tonight, like I said, the Nuggets, they're going to rest their players. 
they know that they have nothing to gain by winning tonight. They have literally nothing. Am I am I correct in saying that? I feel like they couldn't jump up a seed even if they won or lost? Yes. I feel like they're locked in their spot. Yeah, Nuggets. Yeah, so the rest of the night. But they so are they tied have, with the Clippers though. So if they if they lose, could the Clippers jump them? I mean, are the Clippers losing right now or or am no, I, am no, I no, no, they're not playing till nine. They play the Thunder at nine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So gotcha. I think they could that. drop down to the fourth if they lose and the Clippers win because they have the same record right now. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I guess they do have something to play for. I mean, but if if you look at the the three seed to the four seed, who does the three seed play first round? The six, which the six would be seed. which would be Portland or L.A. And yeah. ooh, that's a that you know what? Okay, hold on now. If I was the Nuggets, I don't know if I would be resting because yeah. uh, if if y'all mess around and, and rest up, and then y'all got to see that same Portland team again. I don't know. I don't know. Without Jamal Murray, it'd be tough for them boys. Without Jamal, that's Murray. what I'm saying. And yeah. But then, but then you also got to look at who would you rather want to play in the first round? Because if they if they beat Portland, now they got LA in the first round. If LA wins, ah, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know what you do. They, <laughs> You know what? Rest the boys. We'll we'll go ahead and see Portland. Don't worry about it, y'all. <laughs> y'all take this W, man. We'll we'll see y'all in the first round. Um, no, but seriously, I I, I think that uh, the Nuggets rest. They go ahead and and slide back in the standings. Let Portland take the six and and keep it pushing like that. Because if I'm them, I mean, it's certain teams. It all it takes is getting hot at the right time. Number one, but number two, with a team with that much talent and they have a little bit of a uh, of a defensive cohesion as well. All it takes is them playing together, getting right together, and all of a sudden you got a huge problem on your hands. So that's just that's my synopsis there. Now going beyond that for the rest of the playoffs, what are we thinking as far as what the playoffs are looking like for the rest of these teams? What are we what are we thinking is going to play out? We'll start with the East. Man, so when it comes to the East, when it comes to the play-in, we're looking at Boston, Washington, Indiana, Charlotte. I think out of those four teams, uh, Washington gets the seventh seed and Indiana gets the eight. I like Charlotte, but I don't think they're ready to come out. And then Boston without Jalen Brown, I don't. I, I think that these these teams is going to be playoff basketball when these play-in games start to occur. And I don't think that um, I don't think that these teams are gonna are going to allow basically a one-man Boston team to beat them at this point. And that's that's what they've been the past couple of games. Just the fact that you don't know which Kimball Walker is going to show up. You don't know what players are going to show up. So essentially, you're you're going against a battle with Jason Tatum. So that's why I got Washington and Indiana being a seven and eight seed. Um, I think that I think the East is pretty interesting. You got Milwaukee and Miami in the first round, which is I'm going to pick Milwaukee in that case. But at the same time, it's it's not crazy if Milwaukee ends up losing. If Milwaukee loses in the first the round, stopper. something gotta something gotta happen. I mean, we we all we talked about this before, and last time I checked, Bam Adebayo is still walking through that door yeah, for Giannis. Exactly, so, exactly. I mean, it's, and it's, then if you look at the four and the five, I don't mean to disrespect either one of these teams, but have you ever thought of a four or five matchup where you like? I wasn't doing this podcast. I don't think I'd be watching but potential seven games in New York and Atlanta, bro. 
I mean, you know what? I'll tell you this. It for the for the casual fans, that'll be an exciting series. Like if yeah, you just watch, say, that's the best just series. For, <laughs> I don't think so. It's gonna be a good series. I mean, what what would not be entertaining Bro, about that? You got Trey Young pulling for thirty five feet. You got. I'm just saying, like that Trey Young. Randall's gonna play feet, 48 he gonna minutes. He's gonna be one for Randall's gonna play 48 minutes. You know, Randall. I mean, you can see Julius Randall for 48 minutes a game. Oh, you trying Lord. to you trying to watch oh. a Julius and Randall led team for seven games? No disrespect, oh, but hear me out though. <laughs> hear me out. All right, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out though. R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppins. I feel like both of them have exciting games. They do. John Collins, Clint Capella. I feel like those two are exciting guys to watch. They do. Seven games of it. At the you know at the what? at the end of at the end of the day, break all of it down, and it's still the Knicks and the Hawks. You know what? And the sad part is, we trying to sell this man Guyton basketball. <laughs> I, I never, Chris, write this down because we got to mark this day. I never thought I'd see the day where I got to sell Josh Guyton watching basketball. <laughs> Bro said, "This is this is bad ball." <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm messing around. I'm, I'm watching all uh, it, playoff matchups, man. I just wanted to to beat up on those teams because they've been struggling. The past few seasons, but they both they both put together some good campaigns. Um, if you look at uh, Washington, Brooklyn is interesting to me. Brooklyn is going to be healthy, but at the same time, I think that it's going to show some vulnerabilities when it comes to to Brooklyn's. Like we know their defense is terrible, but I think it's going to we're going to sh- really see how bad their defense is because even though Brooklyn is winning that matchup, we're going to see a couple of fifty point games in there from Bill. That that series might go about six games, so we're going to see a triple double from Westbrook maybe every game that see, that series. I I'll tell you what I'll tell you what and I'm a, somebody going to be mad at me, but I got to say it: the two seeds this year may be in some trouble. The yeah. two seeds. This could <laughs> yeah. be a year where we see both two seeds make some real early exits. Yeah. If the Lakers drop down to seven, and they, they're they going to beat whoever they play in the play-in, sure. Even if they win tonight or lose tonight, whatever the case may be, they're going to be whoever they play in the play-in. Yeah. And then they'll take on the Jazz, correct? Um, They would, they would take on uh, the seventh seed is taking no. on the Suns. The eighth seed is the Jazz. Okay, so so they would be taking on the Suns. Yeah, <sighs> the Suns ain't got nothing for them. The <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, man. Even if they, they, even if they not a hundred percent. And then you go over to the Eastern Conference. Hey, listen, the 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 the, the um, Wizards are hot as fish grease right now. I don't yeah. know what has happened, but they're just like, all right, guys, we're gonna try this thing where we don't lose anymore. Everybody on, <laughs> like, can we all get together here? We're all just not. Hey, I like it though because we all picked the Wizards for the playoffs early in the season. Oh, absolutely, they, they make it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. My prediction came true now. So. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I I have come very close to one of my worst predictions being correct multiple times. I I don't know who needs to hear this in Charlotte. Sit Lamelo down. <laughs> Get that boy out the games. Stop playing him. He is babying that wrist to a level that is clear. He is not well. Get him off the court. Y'all are about to ruin that man for a first round exit. But anywho, uh, Chris, what you think you're gonna see out the East this year, man? Hey man, honestly, the playing in the East, I still gonna ride with my Celtics, man. I mean, when I say my Celtics, they ain't my team, but I, I, I rock with the Celtics. Like I vouch for the Celtics because. 
I think the Celtics got a good good nucleus and they got good ownership. They got a good coach, good GM, good staff. However, however, being injured, I think we didn't get to see the Celtics on full display. And it's a playing game. I think Tatum can get you one game. You know what I mean? Because they'll match True. up against the the, the uh, Wizards right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll match mm-hmm. up with the Wizards. So, I mean, I, I, I get Tatum one game. You know what I mean? And then the Wizards can go in uh, the other play-in tournament. They could beat the 9 TNC with the Pacers or the, uh, Pacers or the Hornets. I don't think the Hornets should really try because even if y'all do get the AFC, it's like, okay, now you got to go play Joel Embiid. Exactly. They don't even like Cody Zeller guarding Joel Embiid. Um, <laughs> ben Simmons Joel guarding Embiid. LaMelo Ball. <laughs> Joel Embiid going to so. look at Bismarck Biombo and be like, all right, well, all right. I didn't know the macaroni and the yams was going to touch all series, but go ahead and let me get two plates of that. <laughs> let me go ahead and get two, three of them. Thanks. Like, it's nothing that the Hornets can do. Even if they play the jump to the seventh seed somehow. Well, they can't because they had 10th seed. So, even even if they was to somehow, some way, just play lights out, I still got Philly and fuck. <laughs> but I must say, that Miami Bucks first round, boy, boy, grab your popcorn, go make your best meal that day, take you a nap before that game, do you a pregame ritual before that game. Man, bam, licking his chops right now. He like, oh, I get Giannis again? Oh, yeah. They thought it was last year against Giannis. But I will say Drew Holiday going to make a big difference though this year. Drew Holiday going to make a big difference this year because last year the problem was Eric Bledsoe in that Heat series. Eric Bledsoe yeah. played god awful. Drew not going to show up like that. Like Drew Holiday has been in the yeah. playoffs. He, he was with the Pelicans, so he didn't go far. But he he knows how to play playoff basketball. And he him and Rondo together, they they create created problems. And now he got Middleton, so who's also a good defender. So I think the Bucks actually go six or seven with the Heat. I don't know who's gonna win it yet. I gotta, I gotta watch and make sure Jimmy Butler and the rest of the Heat healthy because Drogic been in and out the lineup. Trevor Ariza, he had a little knee tweak. I think he's good now, but I gotta make sure the Heat fully healthy. But that's gonna be a series. That's that's my number one series. And then the Knicks Hawks, guys, I don't know what you're talking about. I love it. I love the Knicks. They've been in the playoffs for <laughs> so long, and now they got a chance to actually win the first round. Because Tim's gonna play in 48 minutes. If, so. if I'm being honest, that's gonna that's gonna be that one uh that that's gonna be that one series where I think you're gonna see. I mean, it's the playoffs, every team played their hardest, but I think those young players, that's the one series where you're gonna see them play their absolute hearts out. I don't think exactly. the team makes it I don't I love think it. the team makes it that much further past that point, but it's it's gonna be a good series. I just like this. And, and, it's the Hawks and Knicks. Yeah, and then and then on top of that. It's good when the Knicks are winning because they have market a big marquee franchise. So yeah. the Knicks win the first round and they go to the second round and they, they make it close in the second round. You might see a lot of free agents like, hmm, I know Tibbs going to kill my knees, but. All, I was just about to but, say, ain't no free agents going to play for Tibbs, no. dog. My free agent, but I mean, I know Tibbs going to kill my knees, but. It looked like the East, <laughs> the Knicks. You know, I play with Julius Randle. I play with D Rose. I play with RJ well, Barrett. Who? Who is who is um winning the East though? Who you got winning the East? Mm. Man, you see, and this is the problem. I spoke on the off air. The Nets should have really hurried James Harden back. 
They should have hurried James Harden back. They shouldn't have let him get all this time off. Because he played last game, he had five, five, and seven, right? Which is a solid game for somebody who just missed all those games. And he only shot four times. He went two for four. However, however, I really don't think they have chemistry. Kyrie even said it. Basketball is not his number one priority right now. So you you saying that. But, I mean, it's still Kyrie. Yes, Kyrie's still going to get you 25 a game. Harden, I, I just don't think he's, like, super motivated. He should have been trying to come back and get some chemistry. Like, it's always growing pains when you have that much talent on one team. You feel me? It's always mm-hmm. growing pains. And even the Heat team, when they assembled that roster, it was growing pains. Right. So, I don't see them just walking through the East with, with, with no – not. they play eight games together. I don't see them walking through the East, especially not without DeAndre Jordan, like being being DeAndre right. Jordan of, of old. Because who gonna guard Joel and B when they see the Sixers? Yeah. And the Bucks beat them twice. They didn't have yeah. an answer for Giannis. They didn't have an answer for Giannis at all. He came back with with a fifty pointer. Then he came back with another thirty seven point game. And let me so and let me tell like, you something. Only one of those games did Durant really get to cooking. Yeah, Giannis back. Yeah. The other one, I don't think he played, so I no. I'm not sure that you can count on KD to cook Giannis for no no five, KD six. played he KD played but he wasn't he was off that night like oh. off of KD is twenty twenty six twenty seven that's off Yikes. of KD right but, but that's going to be mean, Giannis to have forty forty points right right like and I honestly don't think they can just walk through the East okay. like everybody thinks bro so, they so, haven't so, played together so I'm a, I'm gonna come out and say this um. Chris is absolutely right. All of those big teams, when they get there together, they have growing pains and teams that's that talented generally figure it out. Um, I want to say that Philly is going to win the East, but the Doc Rivers coaching and their inexperience concerns me. Also, and Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, also, if Milwaukee is able to get past Miami, just watching those games in the regular season, Giannis was literally walking into the paint and laying the ball up every time, and it was nothing that Brooklyn could do about it. Giannis but, went four for eight in a game for three pointer two against the Knicks. It, it, That's facts. how bad their defense were. That's how bad their defense. But were. if you got three players that's that talented on one team, if they're locked in and they're healthy, I still got Brooklyn making the finals. But they, Brooklyn, Brooklyn is counting on all three of them to be locked in and healthy is like. It's like counting on. <laughs> well, Kyrie has already openly admitted that he's not locked in. So, I mean, and that's right. what I'm no, saying. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like counting on counting on having like every woman that you ever been with in the same room and nobody to act up. Like that's, <laughs> that's what you're in essence counting on because it's not gonna happen. I'm sorry to tell you, it is not gonna happen. You you've got KD, who I mean, more power to him. Seven footers with lower body injuries do not get better over time. That is not how that works. You've got Harden, who, I mean, hey, Milwaukee is not a strip club town, so I think he'll play well there. Uh, but other than that, you got Kyrie, who there is a very active and lively war situation going on where there's a clear oppressor and there's a clear oppressed. Kyrie's Kyrie is a, a complete human, and that is great for humanity, not great for the Brooklyn Nets. That's just the reality of what this is. Like, it is wonderful to be a citizen of the world. And being a citizen of the world is more important. Being a good citizen of the world is more important than basketball in the grand scheme of things. But for the little bubble that we're talking about, in basketball, child, you're going to get cooked. 
you're it's gonna get bad. Like across the board, when people talk about the most underrated guard in the game, everybody for the most part says, Oh, Drew Holiday. Yeah, it's Drew. No doubt about it. Yeah, Drew Holiday. Yeah, he, he doesn't get the national attention. But you think that you're gonna have to play against him when your mind is elsewhere and be all right? <laughs> right. More power to you, son. That man is he's gonna fillet you. You understand? That's it's gonna get ugly there. So I mean, I to be honest, I could see the 76ers, the Bucks, or the Nets coming out, but I couldn't see nobody else coming out of the East. Right. I could not see a single soul. The Wizards, hey, great job. I think they'll get the seven seed. I think they may push the Nets to seven. I think they have the ability to Oh, do whoa, whoa, whoa. I seven? Think, I think that's seven. Let me tell you I, I would agree I would, with you, Gibbs, but they don't have a big man. Because t- if, 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 if they big man didn't get Terry's ACL, if Bryant didn't tell his ACL, I would agree with you. But nah. and let me let me tell you the only reason why I'm even like halfway in believing that. First of all, let me say this. I if I had to put my money on it, they're not taking them to seven. They're taking them to six. But I say they could take them to seven simply because. The, the Nets are such a defensive liability that I believe they're, they're going to have to shoot at like a at least 55, 60% clip to get, to get a, a, a win in the playoffs. I don't think they do that four out of six games. I, I could see a world where they don't do that every game. I mean, the, they got the most efficient score in Kevin Durant. Harden is a little, yeah. I honestly, I don't think we we really know what Harden gonna bring to the playoffs because his history in the playoffs is pretty bad. So, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I am. I'm not a Harden hater. I'm not a Nets hater. But if if they made out the East, I would not be shocked. If they got eliminated first round, would not be shocked. Like both of those, are, actually, no. If they got eliminated first round, I'd be shocked. But if they got eliminated second round or beyond, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Every team that they would have to face after the Wizards, I would be like, yeah, it makes sense. Because every other team does this, this crazy thing where the player who's on ball gets down in the stance and all the players who are off ball are paying attention to what's going on with the ball while also keeping track of their man. It's called defense. <laughs> I don't know if Steve Nash has heard of it. But it's a pretty good thing to do. It's pretty fun sometimes, you know. So Ben Wallace just got into the Hall of Fame doing it. So, you know, it's it's – it's a pretty important part of the game. Pretty important. And, and but you yeah, know that's crazy, Gibbs. You know it's crazy. Omari is such was such a good defender in the post uh in his time when he played. Mm-hmm. And he has no input on the defense, it seemed like, because it seemed like defense isn't their priority. But that it, it, that is the confusing part for me. Because if I was looking at that team, the one thing that I would coach is the one thing that I believe we need. And to me, the one thing that they need is defense. They have multiple players that you can roll out the ball and say, hey, go get a basket. And they'll be all right. They can generally figure out how to do that. Like, we're not talking about Atlanta when they had Joe Johnson and Josh Smith playing iso ball where, like, you have two players like, eh. Right. Like, Joe Johnson was a walking bucket. Josh Smith, eh. You know, you got three guys in KD, Kyrie, Harden that you can roll the ball out to. You can set half a screen and say, hey, go figure it out. And they can mm-hmm. do that. Defensively, that requires more than just, hey, we're really good. 
he's good, I'm good, we're good. Like, also, Kyrie has never been known for his defensive acclimate. James Harden, while probably being an underrated defender, never been really good at it. The only reason I say underrated because people act like he's one of the worst defenders in the league when that's not yeah, the case. He's not. That's not the no. case. He's an average defender. He's not I, terrible. The defensive IQ is there. The effort isn't there most of the time. Exactly. The exactly. And then you got KD who, hey, he's a good defender. KD is a really good defender, sure. But the fact of the matter is you have to get a stop. And not only do you have to get a stop, guess how you punctuate a stop? By getting a rebound. And um, <laughs> I don't know if they can do that well enough to compete with the Bucks, well enough to compete with the 76ers, who, I mean, the 76ers, say what you want about that team. Everybody know they roll. You're not going to see yeah. Seth Curry putting up 20 shots. You're not going to see Danny Green trying to drive and, and kick. Like They know their roles. They know what they do well. They live in that. So mm-hmm. the X factor for the East to me, Giannis. If Giannis go average thirty five and twelve this play postseason, the Bucks win the East. If Tobias Harris is the other X factor, if he goes and give them twenty a night because Ben Simmons lack of scoring, but he's gonna give it to you on the defensive end. I think you know what I mean. I think the Sixers win the East. So if those two things happen. I pick those two teams. But thirty five and twelve is real hard to do when you got Bam checking you. Well, it's real hard to do when you got a wall built up when you drive into the lane. You can, you don't shoot three well. You know what I mean, Gibbs? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, at the end of the day, they can't count on Giannis making four threes a night going 50%. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, if that's the life you live in, you live in a very dangerous life. But, I mean, all in all, I don't think that they have to do that against the Nets. Literally, the whole thing with the Nets, hey, they're going to get theirs. Do you know that their guys are going to get theirs? We need to stop at least one of them and the other two run them around on defense. We know which one you need to stop. We know which one you have a stopper for. Like, if you have Giannis on your team, you, you're not going to stop KD. You can contain him. You can slow him down a little bit. Um, as far as looking at as far as looking at the West, who we got coming out? Um, the, the West is the conference I was looking at, man. And honestly, for the first time and probably – it's been a long time. I have no idea what's going on in the West. You got you got Utah and Golden State, which is probably going to happen in round one, which I got a lot of faith in Steph. Um, I got Utah winning that series, but it's going to be a very close six or seven games, if I'm being honest. I think I think Steph would be able wait, to Wait, 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 wait. You think that the Warriors are taking Utah to seven? Six or seven. Get out of here. Go Six home. or seven. Hey, okay, okay. When we come back, it'll happen. Bro, Utah's, Utah's, Utah's healthy. Utah's healthy and they're winning right now. They, I, know th- I know they are. I th- this more goes based off of my faith of Steph Curry and my lack of faith in Utah. We got to have that conversation just how we have with other teams. At the end of the day, it's still Utah. They're playing I mean, exceptional listen, basketball, but it's Utah. I, I hear you. I hear you and I'm with you. But we got to remember, this Golden State team is one that had Steph screaming in the beginning of the season. Screaming and was t- just sitting today. You screaming and, today. And Wiggins <laughs> was just sitting on the bench like, hey, y'all think y'all think Chipotle going to charge me extra for queso? Or I think I think the worst play I saw this season, man, it's um, it's a fast break. It's a three-on-one. Oubre got the ball pushed in the middle of the lane. Um, what's the Toscano is at the wing and Steph is in the corner. 
Steph is yelling at Oubre to pass it to Toscano so he can swing it to Steph in the corner. You know what Oubre does? Go to the paint, hero step, miss the layup. <laughs> but you know what though? But you know what though? And here's 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 what I'll say. At least with that one, I mean, getting it closer to the rim, even when you got Steph, getting it a shot at the rim is always it a it's never a bad shot, per se. You know, like look. You got the greatest shooter of all time, wide open in the corner. I'm taking that three over any Euro step by somebody not named Mono Ginobili or Dwayne Wade. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. But Utah is winning. I think it's going six, but Utah is winning. I, I could give it six if they play extremely well, but I don't know. I, I honestly, Bro, I Utah think it's either five, five or four. Exactly, get I think it's either five get or four. I don't, because listen, I think Steph is gonna pull one fifty out. He gonna pull out one with the big Joker one time and give him a win. But they have like, do you know how bad it is when I look at your team and say you defensively have nothing for Rudy Gobert? Do you know how ugly that is? Hey, Draymond might yell at him, and he, you know what I'm saying? He going he gonna, <laughs> that's the best defense they got. <laughs> I think Draymond yelling at Rudy is a pretty good defense, man. Hey, listen, Rudy is no offensive force at all. Like, we, nobody will ever look you in the eye and say, Rudy Gobert, most dominant offensive center of all time. Dominant <laughs> offensive center. He's not even the most dominant offensive center of any month I can think of. But... I don't think that they have anything for D Mitch on that little high pick and roll. Not I don't at all. think they got nothing for it. I don't Not at all. Uh, I mean, just for that series alone, it took Jamal Murray to average 46, I think, or 40, 44, over 45, and to go seven off a, off a shot that went in and out to beat them. So that that being said, even if Steph averaged forty five, <laughs> he ain't got help. He ain't got help like Denver did. He ain't got like Jamal Murray had Joker, MPJ, Millsap yeah. played good that series. Curry ain't MPJ got had that. a little bit. Of, MPJ had a couple games in that series that was like a coming out party for him. He had a couple right, games right, that he was like, right, oh, right. okay, well, right. And, and, and that's facts, that's Curry facts. ain't got he ain't got them soldiers in the stable. So I mean, I'm sorry, Toscano <laughs> is not to be trusted. I'm sorry, no, Jordan no, Poole no. may have recently got 40, not to be trusted. I'm sorry, I, I can't do it. That's fact. Honestly, that's I think right. D Mitch D Mitch make more money than anybody that's not Steph and Draymond combined on their team. Wiggins make a lot of money too, but they Maybe. like they have, six of their players are close to a minimum deal. I'm sure. And D makes I mean, super max. And the sad part, <laughs> the sad part is I don't look at any of them like, dang, bro, they making too little. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, they they getting paid exactly what they deserve. But proceed man, with the, your with your the, outlooks in the way. Bro, the Warriors team is when you play in 2K and you spent all your money on free agents, you go to start the season, they'd be like, You don't have enough players. Do you want us to automatically sign to, to yes. fill out your roster? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the Warriors, man. Um then you got the Lakers and Phoenix, and that's a seven and two seed, man. But I think even if you look at a series where LeBron and AD are eighty five percent, eighty percent healthy, I got the Lakers in six. I'm not going to disrespect what the Suns have done all season and what Chris Paul has done with that with that team and D book ability to score. I'm not going to disrespect them, but they're not beating the Lakers. 
I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. The player that I have as the X factor in the West is out of that series. DeAndre DeAndre Aiden. What he does or does not do will will show what that team does or does not win. If he is, if he protects the rim, and he is just playing bully ball down there, I see the Suns winning in seven. Think so. But I'll tell you what. Oh, this is the. But I'm. This is me saying DeAndre Aiden has to get twenty ten and three. He has to get twenty ten and three in order for them to win this series. Now, if he doesn't get that, which is the more likely option here? Which is Durant. the much more likely? option? <laughs> I would definitely take the under. I would definitely take the under. If he if he doesn't get that, which he probably won't, I'm seeing the Lakers taking that series in six, just like you. Yeah. Okay, and then we got um. You're likely after that going to be looking at Portland and Denver, which I think is going to be a, a damn good series. But I I got Jokic. That's being my favorite. The um, Denver. Denver is going to win that series. Um, I got to give well, you got Dame on your team. I had to give you at least the game. I got Denver in five, even without a healthy Murray. I still got Denver in five. I just can't think of anything interior that they're going to be able to stop. Jokic from getting 20 and distributing the ball and just messing up the, their, their whole defensive scheme. So the Bosnian um, Bear does nothing for you down there? <laughs> Not at all. Um, and then we got the Clippers in Dallas, which is going to be interesting. Um, and then we get to see the results of, of the series last year. But I feel like it, it, the playoffs are different. I feel like the Clippers are playing with a different intensity and they're actually taking like their process a little more serious than they did last year. Cause last year they were just thinking we had Kawhi and PG like this is ours in the bag for some odd reason. So I think their process, and then they have a few people in there that's able to um, get these players in order a little better. Like you got Rondo over there. I think that Tyron Lou, even though he was a part of that coaching staff last year, I think him as the head coach, I think he's able to get um, these players in the right condition a little better than Doc did. Doc seems to be one of those coaches that the, the Philly is the first time we've seen this, but it's been a few times where Doc seemed like he didn't have control of his team. Um, and I think last year was one of those cases, but in that series, I got the Clippers over Dallas in, in six and we'll get into the other rounds later. But as far as who's coming out the West, I know this is a sports show and we got to have a prediction, but I, I have no idea who's coming out the West because I don't trust in the health of the Lakers. It would be the Lakers easily for me if they were 100% healthy, but I don't trust in, in the um, health of the Lakers. So right now, looking at the way these matchups are going to go, I might have to go Denver making it to the finals. You know what's crazy? One of my homeboys said literally every time AD falls, he cringes. He's a big time LeBron fan, so he's a Lakers fan right now. And like whenever AD falls, he's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's not wrong because AD really has had like a history of like, mm. and even with LeBron to some extent, Father Time is undefeated for a reason. Right. It doesn't matter how good you are, how much you spend in your body. At some point in time, your body is just not, it's not going to be what it used to be. Is that with, with so many minutes on it, you're going to be looking like a Tibbs player after year three. And and with that being said, I mean, I, I feel you on the health thing, but I don't care about none of that. Lakers are coming <laughs> out the West, man. Lakers are coming out the West. AD showed us a little bit when Bron was like halfway back, but then got hurt again and, and sat out. AD showed us like, oh, 
Okay, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Because right. he he put up what what was it forty and forty and forty four, forty four and twelve. Yeah, forty four and twelve. We forgot that like oh yeah, AD's capable of that. Like he did that on the Pelicans for three four games straight to get put out by the Warriors first round every year. He's still capable of those things. I don't think that his health is worse now than it was in New Orleans. As a matter of fact, I think it's slightly better than what it was in New Orleans, but it's still AD. He's still that guy, just like that guy on SpongeBob. I wake up every morning. And I, <laughs> I break my legs. And the, I, you're worried about him. You think you hope his health will be all right. But when I look up and down the West, I mean, the Clippers are the Clippers. There's, I'm sorry, but I, I can't, like, you're the Clippers. I, <laughs> the Clippers are great when Kawhi and Paul George are playing, but... What people don't realize is the Clippers have strategically played those two or, or given rest to Kawhi. He's he's not going to show up and become a whole new being in the playoffs that we've never seen before. Like he's he's going right. to be the Kawhi we know. He's going to play really good defense on whoever he's guarding. He's going to give you about 25, 8 and 8 or 8 and 4, 8 and 3 or 4. But that's that's about it. PG is playoff P is coming. Pandemic P is coming. He owed away. Bubble P, you ain't seen him yet, but he going to come back. He's a, like the old lady said, is the elevator heavy? Good. Well, baby, I'm coming <laughs> back. Because PG, payoff P is coming back. Uh, you look at the Nuggets, no Murray, no, no success deep in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I can't give y'all that. The Suns, I mean, hey. Counting on Chris Paul to be healthy in the playoffs, even worse proposition than counting on AD to be healthy. Like, it's, just, it's facts. We've seen it time and time again. Every single time, Chris Paul plays well in the playoffs. He don't fold in the playoffs. His tendons do. His joints yeah. do. That ankle will. That arm will. Like, you know. Also, Devin Booker has never been there. He doesn't know what it looks like. And I feel like he's going to have a problem with trying to play too much hero ball, especially in the series up against the Lakers because, I mean, that's how that goes. And I don't think that's going to work out well for them. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, I'm sorry, but I don't, like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> the Trailblazers. I do want to let it be known, though, if the Lakers are are healthy, they're making the finals easily. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that's the thing. Well, all the time that they gave, they, that they gave Brian and AD off, I'm like, okay, well, um, Hopefully, the rest of the NBA can really get it together in a meaningful way that, like, we're ready now. They haven't. To me, the Clippers were the only team that had, like, a shot at beating them for real after Jamal Murray went down. Because I'm like, all right, the Clippers play good defense. They have counters for a lot of things that the Lakers can bring. They didn't. They have shown me nothing to believe that they're a brand new team from last year. They're slightly modified. Slightly. So, you know. There's, that's that's my take there. Chris, who you got coming out, man? Man, grab your popcorn. I'm about to preach. Oh, man. So, first, first, first round. First things first. Y'all missed the detail. The Jazz ain't clinched the number one seed. They have to win tonight. They ha- And no demits tonight. They play in Sacramento, so Luke Walton, I ain't got no faith in them. Oh, but they okay. got to win tonight. Right, well. yeah. <laughs> they got to they win tonight. They got to win tonight with no D-Mitch. So, 
That being said, it ain't a foregone conclusion the Suns play the Lakers. But I'm gonna just go for 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 the show. I'm gonna just go Jazz one because it's the Kings, and I'm gonna go Suns two. Jazz and Warriors, Jazz and five, Jazz and five, Max. Curry, Curry ain't got it. Like I just spoke on it. Curry ain't got the horses in the stable, man. I mean, he, he just don't. Like, even if he averaged 50, I'd be amazed watching it. But at the same time, if Donovan Mitch just averaged 30, that's all he really need. Ingles is probably the uh Ingles probably won an award this year. Jordan Clarkson probably won an award this year. Gobert, defensive player of the year candidate every year. I mean, the team is just jelly real good. Snyder's been a, a hell of a coach this year. So was was LeVar Ball hell. right? Was LeVar Ball right when he said Steve Kerr was the Millie Vanilli of coaching? <laughs> no. Was he? No, I, I I'm just asking. I, was, I don't agree I don't, with it. I'm just throwing it out there. I okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, if Pro the Warriors had Wiseman, I might give them six games. If they had Klay Thompson, I'd take the Warriors, but... They wouldn't be in this position they're in if they had. Clay I was Thompson. just about to say, if they had Wiseman and Thompson, they would not be here. Right. So no, Warriors. They pack it up. They had a good good run. Curry had to do this thing, scoring title at thirty three. He's like the third third oldest player to do it at thirty three. Whoop de do. Two and seven. I'm gonna come back to that one. Three and six. Portland and Denver. I say it goes seven, and Dane put them out in seven. I say it goes seven. Dane put them out in seven. Clippers and Dallas. Y'all know I'm high on Dallas this year, man. If Pandemic P come back, boy, I hope he don't. Because I really want the Clippers to at least get to the conference finals, bro. I really do. Like, I know I, I bash the Clippers all the time. But I really, really do. Because if Ty Lue can get them to the conference final, he might be the next Doc Rivers, that one black coach they give us. You know what I mean? He might be that coach. Because he brought, they brought him in Cleveland. He won the title. He got the Clippers to change their whole season around. But in the words of Doc Rivers, Ty Lue sat right next to me, Paul George. I don't know what you're talking about. It won't be that different. It won't be that different. So, so I, I hope they do. But... Dallas, I say it goes six. Kawhi's the difference there. He's going to be the impactful player there. Um, they also, Luke Kennard, ah, he, he has to show up because they don't really have many shooters because they lost Lou Will. Um, Serge Ibaka hasn't played basketball in forever. So is he, I, what's the status on him? Like, I, I don't know. Is he play, if he don't play, I really don't I don't, I don't know who's going to win that series. I would go with the Clippers just because they got the best player in the series, but if Serge Ibaka not there, I don't got no faith in Zubak. I know that's one of your guys got him, but I ain't hey, really man. got much faith in Zubak. He, he just one of my guys because he was drafted as a Laker. He cheeks, but I just play with him. <laughs> I play with him because he was a Laker. <laughs> hey, he right, the, he right, the tall right. white kid from uh, the movie Rebound with Martin Lawrence. Just all, he all grown <laughs> yeah. up now, man. Y'all, you feel old yet? No, nah, I'm just playing. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, so then you got the – so you would have the the Jazz and the Clippers in the second round. Ooh, I, I hate to be pandemic P for that series because – Donovan Mitchell, if he puts you out this year, you will never live it down. You will never live that down, Paul George. I hope you know that. They could pay you all the money in the world, and you still, Donovan Mitchell will still little bro you. 
Jonathan Mitchell was still little bro. You he not already little bro you once, and you let him come. That's like your little brother finally getting that win on you when he younger. He finally getting that win on you, like bro, that ain't never happening again. And then you make sure you try extra hard. You bring out cheat codes, everything, make sure he don't beat you again. If Paul George let D Mitch beat him again, man, I, I ain't got no words. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell no you words. what. I'll tell you what. With the Clippers at the age that they're at right now, I think that this is their last year being in the top half of the West. I think that this is their last year. I don't think they have too many more uh, years. I don't think they're that old. Kawhi, Kawhi 29, PG 28. I don't think they're that old. Kawhi is a minutes restriction 29. He's not a, a regular, <laughs> like, oh, he's he's 29. He's got a lot of time left. Also, a lot of PG game, he is very skilled, but a lot of PG game is based on him being able to be physical with other players, be a step quicker, be have all those things. With age comes losing that step. And him losing that step is going to get ugly because he's not that skilled to where it won't matter. Do you know what Paul George's skill set is? Imagine if you took Tracy McGrady, but but eliminated the toughness that you needed to be great playing in the early mid 2000s era. Mm, I don't I don't think he quite has the 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 shooting from deep that T Mac had, but. I think what? he got the same. Oh, not, that's right. no, I think he no. does. That's the one I'm thing talking Paul about, George reliable with. I'm talking about winning time. I don't think that Paul George oh, has oh, that oh. deep. No, role. I think, I don't I, think personally, I think Paul George is a better shooter than T Mac. The difference is T Mac had that mentality like, yo, I'm going to pull this, and if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Paul George don't have that mental toughness that T Mac had. To, to me, if we're talking winning time, if we're talking like one shot for. <laughs> I'm mad that ESPN has ruined this phrase forever. One shot, the death beam is pointing at Earth, and we got to pick one person, T-Mac or Paul George. You telling me you picking Paul George? Man, shit, if it's winning time and Paul George on the floor, I better hope Gibbs open in the corner because I'm I'm swinging that thing, big man. Hey, if that's the case, people of Earth, I hope y'all got y'all last uh, whatever whatever you you like to indulge in. I hope you got the last one off because he's swinging to me in the corner. We cooked. <laughs> the Earth is cooked. <laughs> I just I just can't wait for the I can't wait for that G Mac Cass song if the Clippers lose. Oh Donald my Mitchell. lord! I can't oh, wait. Uh, I can't wait. I I, I he got to name it Clippers Remix too. Hey, Keep listen, the same title, hey. same beat. And just go nuts. How how old is Pat Bev? How many miles he got on them legs? I'm just saying. Lou Will already gone. Abaka is showing that like he is nowhere near the Abaka that we that he came into the league as. He's nowhere near you know that. The, you know who the Clippers since we see him playing now in Brooklyn? The Clippers could really benefit from Blake Griffin this year. Like he's somebody that he would help them out in the areas they lack in just based on how he's been playing with Brooklyn. He's like an eight and five guy now, and they need somebody to come off the bench or either just be in that starting role and give him like eight and five, which yeah. Serge Ibaka was doing. But they need like Serge times two for me to have more faith in them. And they don't. They don't have Serge one or two. Yeah, I just that's that's just my that's just my belief there. So so we we talked about the playoffs and predictions as far as that goes. But can we talk about predictions for this Aaron Rodgers saga? Because the Packers have bought in two quarterbacks. They bought in uh, Blake Bortles and Mr. Kirk Benkert, quarterback at ECU and University of Virginia. 
Um, he's been in the league for a couple years. Uh, he he kicked around with the uh, with the uh, Falcons for a bit, and most people are thinking he's just a camp arm. For those of you who don't know what that means, NFL camps are very rigorous. A lot of the drills require an actual quarterback to be throwing the ball, even if it isn't a very good quarterback. So, with that being said, they have people who are quote unquote camp arms or quarterbacks who just come in to throw during camp. So. Now, the Packers have carried four quarterbacks on their roster in the camp before, but now they would have four with Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, Blake Bortles, uh, and Kirk Benkert. Is this just them taking four in the camp, or is this packing the mail, Aaron gone? Um, it's no quarterback of Aaron of Aaron Rodgers' magnitude. There is no player of Aaron Rodgers' magnitude that's going to verbally voice how unhappy they are with the franchise and that franchise isn't immediately on finding a solution as far as getting him out of there or fixing the situation. So they know something that we don't know publicly. If they're stacking up on these quarterbacks, we don't know if this is going to result in Aaron Rodgers maybe finding another team or playing some seasons on another team or just go ahead and retire and uh, host Jeopardy, big fella. But Aaron Rodgers will not be a Green Bay Packer when the season starts. Ooh. Ooh. As a Lions fan, I'm excited to hear that. I mean, we're going, <laughs> we're still gonna suck. This year is not our year. I'm not gonna lie and say this is our year. But I don't even gotta be a Lions fan. I just hate the Packers. So yeah, yeah. I'm happy to see that too. I mean, I am a Lions fan, but you ain't gotta be a Lion. I'm, everybody not from Wisconsin hates the Packers. That is very true. I, I actually I met one woman from Cincinnati who loved the Packers, and she's a terrible person. So it makes sense. It hey, makes sense. It's on brand. <laughs> uh, you know, like Packers fans, terrible people. Patriots fans, never seen one win a fight. Never seen a Patriots fan win a fight in my life. But that's another story for another time. Uh, Chris, is is Aaron Rodgers going to be on the roster game one? What are we thinking, man? I don't think so. And I'm confused, man. I got reports from Twitter, rumors. Like, they basically saying Aaron Rodgers retired. But it's like... I, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers didn't seem like he was in the retirement mode to me, and I, he might be using this as leverage. Like if y'all don't, if y'all don't trade me and get get, get something for me, I'm gonna retire and I'm just gonna sign with another team next year. Like honestly, I think that's what he's doing, and which is which is smart on his behalf because get me up out of here, man. Y'all didn't give me no help, <laughs> and y'all think I'm the problem. Y'all think I, like they honestly think Aaron Rodgers is the problem for why they've been losing. You know I. The the thing that I find so interesting about the Aaron Rodgers saga, everybody knows the Packers needed help in their defensive backfield because Kevin King getting cooked with like, it was like, I want to say less than 30 seconds left in the first half. And somehow, even running cover, it was either cover three or cover four. He either had the deep third or the deep fourth of the field. Either way, he allowed a go route. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think y'all understand. In cover three or cover four, it's literally, especially in that situation, the corner's idea is if he catches whatever underneath, he catches it underneath. That's okay. We'll rally to it or we'll let him go out of bounds. But you don't get beat deep. You don't let anyone behind you. You are the last line of defense where you are. They teach little kids that. As early as Little League, they start nailing it down for real as early as high school. Big dog, you're making life-changing money. You're making the type of money your kids will probably not have to work if they don't want to. 
Like if they so chose to, and you were halfway decent with your money, they won't have to work till they're about 30. And you're telling me that you allow that over the top. So them drafting a corner first round this year kind of made sense. A little bit, a little bit. But, I mean, in all the years past, drafting Jordan Love in the first round was a just, it was a move that just was like, what? Who who had him as a first rounder? Number one. Yeah, that, that that's a Madden pick when you draft a corner that high. You know what I mean? Like Madden, oh, when you doing fantasy draft on Madden corners and stuff go high. Yeah, like that, well, like that that's a Madden pick. <laughs> Jordan Jordan Love, he was a really good quarterback that everybody believed he had a huge arm, but he's a project. You don't put a project out there day one, so you don't draft a project with a first round pick nine times out of ten. Anybody that you intend on sitting for a year or two, unless you see, look at them and you're like, all right, I already have something that's absolutely great here and they'll be that one day, you don't do it. You just don't do it. So, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I, honestly, I think that the Packers know he's not bluffing. He has no motivation, no reason to come back. Um, and, and like the drop for reason on uh, on on Josh's page is, Give me one reason to stay here, and I'll turn right back around. That's what he <laughs> asked the Packers, and the Packers said, no, <clears throat> you would take no reasons and like it. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yo. Hey, RIP Alex Trebek, I'm here now. I'm here. I'm the guy now because this is, this is an embarrassing situation, man. The, the Packers have just – they've really screwed the pooch on this one, and – Again, as a Lions fan, I'm playing celebration by cooling the game. I'm I'm over here having a good old time, man. Because this is just gonna be a, a a sore on them for a long time. And honestly, like we talked about before with the Justin Fields draft pick, we may have seen a, a realignment of the NFC North over a two day span. Because remember, Aaron Rodgers, the news that he wanted out was announced the morning of the draft. So like. We may have seen a, a 10 to 15 year realignment just based off of that. Based off of that and the Bears getting uh the Bears getting um Justin Fields when they did. So that's whew, it's gonna be tough. If Aaron Rodgers were to be traded, people are saying that the options would be the Raiders, the Broncos, and uh who was the third team? It was the Raiders, the Broncos, and I can't remember for the life of me who the third team was. But it's believed that if he's traded to either one of those teams, they will instantly become the Super Bowl favorites. Do you all agree with that? Super Bowl favorites? No. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to make those teams exponentially better. Even when the Packers had lackluster teams, Aaron Rodgers still had them in a good position. I think we'll see that this upcoming season when they play without him. But I think that's disrespectful to, to teams that's, um, the actual favorites right now, that's disrespectful to the Ravens, to uh, to Kansas City, to Tampa Bay. I think that's throwing Aaron Rodgers in there and immediately calling them favorites. I think that's a little disrespectful to those teams. Chris, what you thinking? I mean, the Broncos and the Raiders lost a lot of their talent <laughs> over the years when they were good. So I don't think they're favorites. I mean, they'll be in the playoffs. You could say that. They're playoff favorites, but no, nah, not Super Bowl favorites. Not even... They conference favorites. Look, yeah, in I mean, their division, they got to deal with uh, Pat Mahomes. So, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that's 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 kind of 
I would take the under. <laughs> the, my uh, my whole under. my whole thing about this is is one simple question: What did they give up? Because both of those teams have a lot of pieces. Both of those teams have a lot of very quality players. Yeah. They if if the uh, if the Broncos can manage to nab them without having to give up Chubb, without having to give up Simmons, without having to give up Noah Fant, I don't know. They they might be in that territory in that moment. Cortland Sutton is a, a huge body, big target. He's an underrated guy. If he had a better quarterback, I believe the rest of the league would understand how good he was. Uh, Noah Fant is a freak of nature at tight end. And Jerry Judy as well is a guy that, again, you get him a better quarterback. Who knows? Hamler as well. You you got a lot of weapons on that offense that whew, you get him a half-decent quarterback, and the Broncos are known for pulling the running back out of nowhere. Yeah. Even when you think, oh, they've got nobody, LOL. We've got this little sawed-off guy named Phillip Lindsey coming in. He's going to be a pro bowler. Now he's hurt. And they're they're I'm I'm fairly certain they're gonna find another runner. The Raiders, they also have a lot of pieces. That defense is solid. Uh Josh Jacobs, very good running back. Their offensive line is solid. They got some good pieces on the perimeter. Darren Waller is one of the best tight ends in the game. Do I think that they'll be a Super Bowl favorite? If they don't have to give up too much, I could easily see both of those teams uh becoming a favorite. I, I'm not saying that they won it. I'm not even saying that they win the division, but I could see it. It would make sense. It would make sense for sure. But anywho, uh, we're going to get on out of here for the day. We appreciate y'all kicking it with us as always. I hope y'all enjoyed y'all favorite favorite hour of the week. I know y'all tired of us talking about Aaron Rodgers and the playoffs and who's making the first round exit. But come back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,